0: Okay, I'm just going to read your notes from here. Okay, Okay, you ready? Sure. Get all those out. What are you doing? (laughs) Nothing. I don't have my normal notes, so I'm just um, thinking because it's been a while since we recorded. Okay. I'm trying to remember my (laughs) dumb intro. Um, hello and welcome to board games or board games, a podcast where we play board games (laughs) that my husband wants to play, question mark. And then I make him report cod, po, po, cod is, past. Is this
1: is our actual intro.
0: This is the intro. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna stick with that one. That's a good take.
1: Okay. Well, she's Nina. She normally does that. Oh yeah, and, that's me. And I'm Philip.
0: Mm-hmm. Those are us. <laughs> it's been a while, you guys. We've had some a, a weird month, um, but we're here to talk about some games that actually this time i think i picked yes to play um and those games (laughs) are forbidden island and forbidden desert so philip's gonna tell us a little bit about do you want to tell about both and then
1: yeah i'll just do both real quick okay um because they're
0: basically the same thing
1: so, okay. So Forbidden Island uh, was designed by Matt Leacock, Leacock and we cannot talk today, with art by C.B. Senga, Kinga, sorry, and was first published by Game right in 2010. Um, It's a cooperative game for two to four players, and it plays in about 30 minutes. Uh, In it, players are attempting to loot an island of four mystical treasures before the island falls into the ocean. Uh, Each player is assigned a role with its own unique ability, and they'll have to work together, together to search the island for the treasures, slow the rate at which the island is sinking, and eventually flee the island in a helicopter before it all falls into the ocean. Um, Forbidden Island, meanwhile, came out in 2013 with the same designer, this time with uh, some game art by Tyler Edlin. Um, It's nearly the same thing, except instead of an island falling into the ocean, you're trapped in a desert that's being covered by a sandstorm as you seek out parts for a flying machine before your water runs out. And that one actually plays five players, and the box says it takes a little bit longer, but I feel like it's roughly the same, maybe slightly
0: longer. And that's about it for the intro. Cool. So I kind of grabbed these games because, as mentioned, we've been having a little bit of a rough month, um, and these were simple games that we have actually played before, um, although it's been quite a while since we played them.
1: Yeah, I would actually say, I think we owned these before I was really into board games nearly to the extent that I am now, so.
0: I thought you were always into board games. No, that was
1: a college thing.
0: But this was after college.
1: Well I wasn't born college age is what I mean.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but never mind. That's fine. Okay. Um <laughs> so we didn't know each other till after college. Is that clear? Did that make sense? I don't know. Anyway, the point is they're fairly simple games. Um they're definitely like I would I would definitely recommend them if you're like looking for one step up from you know clue and (laughs) i'm not ready for a lot of complication um so when we played forbidden island we played that one first that one came out first right yeah um and we had played that one several times before in the past um it took about you know these are really quick setups it was like 15 minutes to set up um they're actually for ages 10 and up, or at least, um, Forbidden Island was. So, you know, there, that kind of gives you an idea (laughs) of how, um, they're a little bit simpler. And, and also like you could play these with, you know, teens or older kids if you have them. Um, and we played it on normal. So there's different difficulty levels, which just start out, start you out slightly differently depending on what you pick. Um, so there's novice, which we skipped over. We played on normal.
1: So I'll actually jump in here and say that the that mechanic, where you, the way that you set how difficult it is, um, it's basically straight out of Pandemic. Um, these games have a lot of shared DNA with Pandemic. Um, so the whole difficulty for like, it, it controls like, you, there's a, you know, you do your turn and then you do the bad stuff turn. And for, for Bed and Island, it's like how many tiles flip over to being flooded and if they're already flooded, how many tiles, they'll sink into the ocean. And so you, the difficulty is how many of those you start out having to flip over at the start of the game. And then as the game progresses, that gets harder, or you do more and more. And then the desert's the same thing, but for sand.
0: Um, but these came out before Pandemic, um, right? No, they didn't
1: actually. Pandemic came out in 2008. Oh. So these are Weird. by the same designer as Pandemic, um, and was... He, he liked that whole mechanic and Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: And similarly, you have a specific role that your character plays. Um, so like a specific ability that you have, depending on the character that you get or choose, however you decide to do that. Um, the theme is pretty fun for Forbidden Island. Um, it took us about 30 minutes to play through. And again, we, we started on normal, so it was not the super easy, but also not super hard since it had been several years since we played. Um, we did. We did do it. We did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And I think, oh, I made a note that this time, Philip was bored instead of me being bored. <laughs> I don't remember being <laughs> bored. Maybe not really bored, but like when I was like, "Hey, let's play these," and you, he was kind of like, eh, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs> um, because they are kind of. I mean, I guess if you get into the more complicated games, they seem slightly childish. It yeah it
1: i don't know if that was my problem it's just that i'm kind of tired of pandemic and like i said these have a lot in common with them but the the change in the theme and the few mechanic changes here and there is enough
0: for me but i i had fun yeah and maybe someday we'll do we'll talk about pandemic a little because we did play through season one uh, of the um campaign version and half of season two (laughs) so maybe we'll get into that sometime um but yeah, it's it's pretty fun. I f- I can't remember exactly what players which characters rather we were. Mm. Um I think I one of us could fly or something in a helicopter, not like with special person wings.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember.
0: But anyway, um yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything like anything you really like about Forbidden, I guess we can do Forbidden Island first, maybe.
1: Uh, I'd say, so, I mean, a lot of what I would say is, I'm going to say about both of them, but um, I would want to say, like, the little bits. It's a very simple game where you just lay out some tiles in a random order um, and then you have to find four things, but the four things you have to find are, like, really neat pieces. Um, then And they could have not done that and kind of skimped on the on the components and mm-hmm. it would have not really changed the gameplay, but I think it, it, it makes the game. It, it helps kind of set the theme. Um, and that's also true for forbidden desert, especially for forbidden desert. Cause whereas forbidden Island, like you're just kind of finding these four pieces where forbidden desert, you are putting together like a kind of an airship sort of thing. So it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. The airship is pretty neat.
1: Um, as far, one more thing on the pandemic similarities, uh, Forbidden Desert doesn't have this, but Forbidden Island has the exact mechanic where you have to cure the diseases in Pandemic by finding so many, like a set collection, and then you discard so many to find the thing. It's exactly that. Um, but Forbidden Desert does a little bit, uh, changes it up a little bit. They do like a grid thing, whereas I guess we can just start talking about Forbidden Desert, but anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean Forbidden Island I guess is slightly simpler even yeah. than Forbidden Desert. Yes. You're gonna is this <laughs> it's gonna be confusing. <laughs> um the one that floods is slightly simpler than the one with sand. Yes. And we hadn't we had played Forbidden Desert as well, but it we I think we had only played it maybe like once or twice, um years and years ago, so that one I didn't remember as well as Forbidden Island, so I had to kind of, it took me a little bit longer to remember how to play. Um, but that one, again, the setup was only like 15 minutes, and it I think it still only took us 30 minutes to play through. I think it says 45 on the box, um, but it really only took us about 30 minutes because we're so good at getting out of sand. <laughs> But I kind of liked I kind of liked the the dynamics of Forbidden Desert a little bit better, I think.
1: Yeah, I think I did too. The the weird sandstorm thing, it blows sand around so many squares and like you can get lucky where if it's on the edge of the map and it's trying to blow that way, you like it just won't do any. But
0: um yeah, I think I think that was more interesting cuz the the flooding, it's just like you flip over a whatever and and that one floods but the sand is like yeah based on where the space is in your grid and which way the arrow is so it's really it'll be more different every time i think that you play and it can get like super piled up sand i think we had some spaces that had like five or six um sand piles (laughs) (laughs) sand card token things on them um and there are some cards that help you like there's like sand piles blaster cards that you can use to blast sand
1: <laughs> you find a leaf blower in the desert yeah
0: basically um but and also the way you do find the tokens i think is more interesting yeah definitely In forbidden desert it's like you you may be able to explain you, it better. you I
1: find I don't, I don't remember exactly how you find it but basically so again for forbidden island you you just have to find so many of the treasure that you need, so many cards representing that, and then you go to the temple for that treasure and discard them, and you get the treasure. Um, for Forbidden Desert, you have to find the basically the X coordinate and the Y coordinate, and then depending on where you find them, like where they meet up, that's where the treasure is, and then you have to go there and dig, and you'll you'll get it. Um, and um, it makes it a little bit more interesting, um, it's yeah. just a little bit more unique and uh, as and- opposed to
0: yeah and and again it'll be like a little different every time it's not yeah because it's depending on where you know you excavate you have to excavate the things and then it creates the space where it will um be Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um i thought it was kind of funny i i didn't actually read the the theme for forbidden desert um as far as well, no, blah, blah, your team of adventurers has been set on a mission to excavate an ancient desert city and recover a legendary flying machine that's rumored to be powered by the sun. But anyway,
0: um,
1: the the Forbidden Island is basically the same thing. But in that one, you're looting this island um, of this four powerful magic artifacts that like some ancient civilization didn't want to fall into anyone's hands and so i'm like are you bad guys So you're basically that? jerks yeah. like, <laughs> so i don't know it said something about like you don't want them to fall in enemy hands but it's like well you could just leave them but anyway um, and you just flood the, <laughs> the island <laughs> yeah, you show up and you make the island fall into the ocean mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah forbidden deserts I- i'd say is more fun more interesting um it does, again so I was gonna say when we were talking about forbidden island um again the pandemic thing so you know how you you draw the bad stuff card where you find out what cities are gonna be infected in pandemic and every once in a while you get the epidemic card which you have to put all the cards that you'd already drawn back into the pile on the top and then draw from the top you the uh in forbidden island that's that's the water's rise card that's it does the exact same thing you put the cards that have already flipped back onto the top and do it but um, that's not the same thing in Forbidden Desert because you don't target specific tiles. You just do the, uh, the sandstorm blowing around, but it also has the storm picks up in that one where things get worse.
0: Also, I was just picturing Dune <laughs> Yeah, when we were playing. <laughs> it's just sand everywhere. Mm-hmm. Sand and more sand.
1: Yeah, we didn't really have to worry too much about the water mechanic, but oh yeah, the, the another bad card you can draw is uh, this the sun, and that you have to drink some water from your canteen, and if you run out, and you have to drink water, then you die and you lose. Um, so, but that didn't happen, and this the whole sun mechanic is cool because you can be in a tunnel, and if it goes off, then you're okay because you're like not actually out in the on the sand, but. Anyway, um, that's all I have to say about them. That's, I think that's all I have to say. About them. <laughs> oh, I'd say that again. The components on this one are cool. How you you put together the flying machine to escape?
0: Yeah, there's actually a little ship that you, the four pieces you have to find actually like go into it. So you you kind of build it, um, which is cute. Yeah. The cute little shit. The boxes are nice too for both of these. Good box design. Mm, disagree. Disagree. <laughs> they're, no, it, they're I mean.
1: they're good. They're just non-standard size, and it bothers me. But they're oh, fine. <laughs>
0: they don't fit. Yeah, they're in a tin instead of a box, and so they don't look exactly flush with the rest of the mm-hmm. boxes on our giant shelves full of games. But oh well, they're fine. I guess we have to get rid of them.
1: Um, yeah, these are good games though. They're fun. Definitely for people that, uh, maybe you're sick of the theme of pandemic or, you know, for some weird reason, don't feel like thinking about that right now. Um, <laughs> you can do these instead. <laughs> um, these are also less complicated than pandemic. Yeah, they're so definitely way less complicated. It it's, for, it's
0: a much faster play, yeah,
1: play it with kids or older people that don't play board games much you know, yeah whatever.
0: you could and and it's like if if pandemic is too is too intimidating because you like i said like if you're really new to games then these are really nice yeah. in because they're they're very simple yeah and it's a it's a
1: very good base mechanic that matt leacock came up with so like it, I totally understand him running with it um,
0: mm-hmm. so and I think the characters are pretty similar I know there there's like a little bit of difference cuz that the, like water matters more in Forbidden Desert obviously but um i think when we first we pulled our characters randomly i think that's what it technically says in the instructions yeah but philip pulled the same character that yeah. he had played in Forbidden in the other game. island yeah. so he's like yeah i'm not going <laughs> to do that one again
1: um these are both cheap i think you can probably pick up either one for either slightly less than or right around $20 from amazon um
0: or your local game store yeah, yeah if you have one
1: yeah shop there instead don't buy from amazon but
0: um look it up because you probably have one somewhere near you and that's it for me so okay bye philip now. you're supposed to do best
1: game worst game <laughs> oh yeah
0: that's right best game ever, and you forgot everything i know It's really been a while
1: yeah i uh, while i don't feel like playing these all the time they are definitely a very good game so yeah
0: the best
1: game ever for both of them
0: yeah same and I, I think I do look forward to when our, our kids are older, like being able to play stuff like this yeah. with them together. Um, I think it will be fun. Yeah. I think <laughs> it'll be interesting doing cooperative games like with our older daughter when she's, you know, able to really understand them because um, she has started playing Yoshi recently with Philip and it's hilarious because I tried to play it with her today and I don't I also don't play video games if you can imagine that um and (laughs) she was getting so upset (laughs) about what I was doing because I wasn't doing it right and she was just like telling me what to do the whole time even when she (laughs) wasn't doing very well either (laughs) so just thinking about how this will go when she's older it'll be really interesting to see if she's like trying to direct everyone on what they should be doing
1: good learning experience yes it
0: is it is yes grandpa also played yoshi today and that was Mm, uh, got yelled at (laughs) poor grandpa (laughs) Uh, but it was yoshi's
1: crafted world for the record
0: yeah if you're looking for good kid video games that's on switch Mm -hmm. um okay so yeah best game ever for those and yoshi um (laughs) but i will do another quick bonus segment um another board game that philip played today for about two minutes with our younger daughter was count your chickens wow. which is another peaceable kingdom game oh, yeah. uh, and basically in count your chickens there's just there's like 40 little chickies and you have to get them into the chicken coop um all of them And it's really, really simple. It's like, it's very much a preschool level game, but there's just a little spinner and there's different animals along the track to the chicken coop. And however many steps you take based on the spinner each turn, like that's how many chicks you put in the coop and there's a fox on the spinner. So if you get the fox, he he takes a chicken, which is kind of, (laughs) kind of makes me sad, but I don't think they really get it. Like this chicky just disappears. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, you take it out of the coop and so the, the goal is just to get all of the chicks in the coop, um, by the time you, the hen, mother hen reaches the coop. Um, but it's, it's cute. It's the, you know, it's Peaceable Kingdom. They have really well-made, uh, boards and pieces and everything and the the cardboard's nice and the chickies are cute. Um, but it, it is like super, super simple so it's like there's no decision to there it's, it's very basic <laughs> so. um so you know if you're it's like very introductory our 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 little who's almost three uh can play it but she's like i don't know it's like she's more interested in just playing with the little chickies than actually playing the game at this point and our older one's definitely too old for it yeah. It says 3 plus, I think is the rating, but I would it's probably like 3 to 5. 3 to maybe 5. <laughs> <laughs> um like early 5. <laughs> but I still recommend it cuz it's cute and I like Peaceful Kingdom. And yeah. I think that's all. Anything you want to say about Country Chickens?
1: Um no, I pretty much agree with what you said I, I also like peaceable kingdom they seem cool for kids games mm-hmm. but no not that's not a very complicated game so <laughs> and
0: our our toddler actually picked that one out from yeah. target herself so that means nothing but you know <laughs> <laughs> She saw it and hey, she, she got to pick picked a game something. that doesn't have Paw Patrol in it. So that is I'm true. That. That's true. She's very into Paw Patrol. Although she's been watching Peppa lately. So just information. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Anything else? No. You know, they can't hear you shake your head. So. <laughs> okay. That's it for us today. This one's a little short on the short side, but again, life has happened to us this month, <laughs> all the things and we're tired. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, uh, also, oh yeah. Uh, social media stuff, which I still haven't even posted our last episode, um, on social media because that's how my life has been right now. But, uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Pod. It's B O A R D or B O R E D pod on Twitter or Instagram. I still haven't really posted much on Instagram, but maybe someday I'll get there. And then if you want, you can send us an email uh, at borderboardpod at gmail.com. So B O A R D or B O R E D pod at gmail.com. So uh, please, if you're listening and you're enjoying this, please uh, rate or review, I guess. I don't really know I don't, if that means anything. Um, and tell a friend to listen and, um, download it a bunch of times or whatever. And then (laughs) also send us, um, some suggestions of games that you'd be interested in us playing, because eventually we're going to start running out of stuff on our shelves that we can do with two people. So I'd definitely be interested in, um, if there's anything you've heard of that you want us to suffer through first, we're happy to do it. Also just interact with us. and i think that's all the things so thank you so much for listening we really appreciate you and we will talk to you next time so keep on playing <laughs> say that like every three episodes
1: <laughs> this intro's gone on this
0: long as the podcast <laughs> this the outro. is an outro <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay bye, bye.